Hello, 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 and welcome to She Is Magic, a podcast where we will be celebrating our badassery, drawing out our greatness, embracing our femininity, and talking about all things love and life. If you are tuning in for the first time, welcome. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Ashley, also known as Miss Star. I am a life and business transformation coach and educator, and I love all things women empowerment. We truly are stronger together, and this podcast is all about building each other up. It's a safe space where you can kick back, relax, and have some tea time with your girls. It could be hot tea, it could be iced tea, or it could be tequila. It really just depends on the day. So let's get into it. Hey, babies. How are you guys doing? Hope that you are staying hydrated, moisturized, and fuck boy free. (laughs) so for those of you who have been wondering girl where you been at honestly i've been trying to gather my life up like a ponytail (laughs) like (laughs) i don't even know how else to describe it like a lot has gone on um let's see so wrapped up my first school year um at another school um what else? My mom came to visit me literally um, the next day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she was there for a week and it was really great to just experience um, this state with my mom and like explore and find new places, some staple places now that I can eat at or places that I can go um, to relax, unwind. And, um, so it's been, it was a great experience. And I feel like my mother really needed this trip in order to really know, cause you know, I'm the youngest, I'm the baby. So she needed to know that her baby girl was okay. And her baby girl was good. And so I feel like this trip allowed her the opportunity to do that. But if I'm to be completely honest, I needed this trip too. You know, it needed to just be me and my mom bonding because I mean, I hadn't seen her since December, and prior to that, I was staying with her. Um, so, like, I feel like I needed this, too. Um, but after that, I was just like, yo, I've been around people for a minute. Let me just chill out. Let me vibe out by myself, which was cool for a little bit. But then things just started to really, like, you know, I, I started missing my friends, like missing my the familiar familiarity of, you know, summertime vibes, you know, going places with my friends, going to the beach, going out to eat, doing brunch, partying in New York and, and, and you know, like just having a good time, like, which is I feel is what summer's about, like being around your loved ones. And yes, it was cool, you know, um, Because I do have some friends that live out here. But the thing about that is, like, at one point, like, nobody was around. Like, this person went to visit family in another state. This person was taking trips. This person, you know, she likes to spend time with her partner. So it was just really like, yo, I'm alone out here. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Um... Yeah, I know I said I wasn't going to 
dabble into the dating world again, but I got bored. So I downloaded this other app. Um, apparently the app's sole purpose is to get you to delete the app. Like it's for people that basically don't like dating apps. And, um, you know, I connected with a, uh, with a couple of people. A lot of people liked me, but I just wasn't interested in them. But um, I connected with a couple of people. One of them, he seemed okay. But then he asked for my number, and I guess I didn't give it to him fast enough. So he unmatched me, which was fine. He did me a favor. And then another one, he was older, you know, maybe like, let's see, I'm 31. So he's like 13 years older than me. Yeah, so he's 44. And, um, you know, he was straight to the point, like, I'm interested in getting to know you. Here's my number. That's the best way to reach me, by phone, whatever. So I was like, mm, I don't really want to give my number out. But, you know, eventually we ended up, you know, exchanging numbers. He FaceTimed me, which I thought was odd, but then I got it at the same time. I was like, yeah, I get it. You just, you wanted to make sure that I wasn't a catfish, right? So, boom, we talked for a little bit, and then he was like, I would love to take you out for tea or whatever. So, I was like, all right, um, send me the information, and we'll go from there. So, he did. He he sent me the information, and... um. I agreed to meet up with him at this. It's kind of like a restaurant, but it gives me like sports bar vibes. I guess you could say it was a sports bar because, yeah, it's a sports bar. I get there, y'all. And this should have been the first red flag. I get there. He's sitting outside in the outside area. He already eating, y'all. Like, do order food <laughs> before I got there. He's sitting there getting his grub on, and when I get there, like, he he gets up, you know, he gives me a hug, very strong hug. He's, like, six foot four. I'm five eight, so, you know, it was cool, you know. Oh, he got these muscles, nice body, nice build, and stuff like that. You know, he gets up, he gives me a hug, he moves to the other side of the table so that I could sit down. So I was like, okay, he's a gentleman. Um, his style is different. He had like a tracksuit, um, which was nice, but then he had like a fedora type of hat on too. So I was like, what made you, in, in my head, like what made you put those together? But whatever, go off. That's your style. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, we're talking, we're getting to know each other and stuff some more. Um, and, you know, I see that he's also social because, like, literally every person that walk by, dude, got to talk to them. Like, he, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> um, I ended up just getting a chai tea because at that point I wasn't really hungry like that, like, I lost my appetite when you had food before I even got there. Um, like I said, it was cool. We were talking. There were some things that were odd about the conversation. Like, he mentioned how, you know, if he's with someone, he likes, he actually enjoys the fact that, like, um, other men are looking at his woman. Like, 
he likes that because in his mind, it's like, yeah, that's mine or whatever like that. But he also said, which threw me for a loop. I, I ain't even going to lie, y'all. I, I rolled my eyes hard, too. He was like, <laughs> oh, and, you know, I'm not a bad-looking guy myself. So she's just going to have to accept the fact that, like, when we go out, there's going to be women that's going to be looking at me. And there's going to be women that's going to be trying to flirt with me. So she got to be okay with that shit. Man, listen, but you know, he, he, he did say like, oh, I want to take you on a proper date. I want to pick you up, you know, bring you on a date. So, you know, we get dressed up and things like that. Um, and you know, I said to him, like, I'm not comfortable yet with you, with giving you my address because we just met. Um, so yeah, it took a little slow. Um, and he's like, all right, that's cool. That's fine. He said, you can always come to my house. You know, anytime you call me, you let me know. Like, hey, you can't come by or whatever. You can come over. Um, my, so I think in his mind, he kind of had it made up that like, I have like a man at home or something like that. Even though I told him that I was, um, that I live alone and stuff. But he also gave me the lowdown on some of these dudes out here. He was telling me how, like, a lot of guys out here, um, they looking for women to take care of them. Like, oh, she got a nice job. She got her own place. Like, let me try and live with her type thing. And how's that? I am not taking care of a grown-ass man. That's just not my style. But, um, you know, it was cool. It was, it was, it was what it was, you know? He walked, he was a gentleman. He walked me to my car, you know, afterwards. And then, you know, he gave me this big hug. Something about a tall man with a nice build enveloping you in his arms. <laughs> so we kissed, you know. Oh, my God, you kiss on the first date. Yeah, if the vibe right, I'm going to kiss on the first date. <laughs> so, um... Y'all, he kissed me like I was his woman. He kissed me and I saw stars. He kissed me and I lost my balance. Like, that that was a good-ass kiss. Like, and, you know, we kissing and he's whispering, like, I want you to leave. And he's like, I'm on my booty. And it, it was just like, and, you know, I'm like, you'll see me soon. You know, so he's like, maybe tomorrow we can get get breakfast, and then we go to the lake, take a walk, all this other stuff. So all this shit, you know, he took a good game. It sound good, right? It sound good. Next day, no follow through, y'all. Next day, no follow through. But also... I was still in bed, too, so maybe I was a little flaky, too. But you sent me a picture, and you at the gym. All right, cool. So fast forward, you know, I'm a little interested, so I'm like, you know, let's try and hang out again. I I called him one time, which I don't, you know... I was nervous to do it, but I, I, you know, I FaceTimed him, like, he was talking to his mom, I'm like, are you back? Didn't call me back. Um, 
I'm not going to be the one reaching out all the time and stuff like that. Once I feel like I'm bothering you, then I'm going to stop bothering you. That's just basically me. And maybe it's the Taurus placement in me because I am uh, a Taurus. Um, but, yeah, y'all. So then, you know, next thing you know, like, the next day, dude in Vegas. Like, what? You talk all this game like you want to hang out and stuff. And then you want to take me on a proper day. Then you in Vegas. And, like, yeah, I get it. You travel. Cool. But, um... Yeah, that happened, and then, basically, it's been two weeks, and we haven't hung out. It's been two weeks. So, um, you know, initially, I did say, like, let's hang out before I leave, because I'm going, I'm going home to visit my family in Connecticut, but, you know what, I was just like, you know what, actually, I'm good on that. Like, once you show, like, you're not consistent and, and things like that then um, I'm going to fall all the way back. So I've decided to delete his number. And does that make me high maintenance? No, that means that I have standards. And um, if people aren't going to rise up to that, it don't matter what age you are. It don't matter how you look. It don't matter what job you have. It don't matter what money you have. Like, if your character ain't all the way there. And um, I'm learning to just... Trust those red flags when they show up, too. So, that's that on that. But, honestly, guys, that kiss really fucked me up. And you're probably like, girl, it's just a kiss. Like, it brought up some some shit that I thought I had healed from. Like, it really... Because the last time I've been kissed like that... To the point where, like, shit, I'm off balance and stuff. Um, was with another guy that I was dealing with who I thought was going to be, like, my life partner. And so it really had me stuck for a second um, in terms of, like, just feeling really down. Yeah, like, I was feeling really down and um, legit. I stayed in my apartment for like four days straight. Did not leave. I probably only stepped outside to check the mail, but like I was just stuck. And then I also um, restarted the process of editing my book. Like I started from the beginning, like I printed it out um, and. <clears throat> Put it out and started like editing the book, so that shit was hella triggering too. Cause now I'm being reminded of the shit that I went through and and survived through, and and um, that shit just had me all in my feels. And then so now it's like you're in this shame spiral. You're thinking like, damn, like. You start questioning, like, shit, yeah, I'm gonna be alone forever. <laughs> like, you start to feel like you're gonna be alone forever. Um, that person that is, that you that is specifically designed for you is like made up and doesn't exist. You start to think, like, damn, yo, why all this fuck shit just keep happening in terms of like 
Man, and then you start questioning yourself. Am I afraid of man? Am I afraid of commitment? Am I, am I like, like, is this my destiny to be by my damn self? And then you add on that, um, you add on that the fact that I am so far from my loved ones. The fact that my friends and my that I made out here, they all like they got their own lives and they they're not around, you know. Um, and then you add on the fact that, like, you just really feel alone. And, like, I just had this deep sadness, y'all. To the point where I couldn't create. To the point where I couldn't record a podcast episode. To the point where I'm like, yo, I really got this deep sadness. And I'm in my shower. And I'm trying to just will myself pick myself up off the floor. I'm sitting there on the floor in my back in my shower and the water is just running and I am sobbing. Like boo hoo sobbing real tears, y'all. Um and I'm trying to get myself to snap out of it and I'm trying to remind myself of my greatness and it's just like damn and it's like you need to talk to somebody. And, you know, I actually reached out and I asked for help and I got support. And, you know, I'm thank- thankful for, you know, one of my friends is out here visiting and she couldn't have been visiting at a better time because she actually got me out the house. And um, usually I'm like good with my solitude. I'm usually like, yeah, I'm going to stay in the house. But it was like, girl, no. It was that familiarity I needed. It was the laughs that I needed. It was the sunlight that I needed. It was like everything to me. And, um, you know, I say all this to say, like, it's so important to have such a, it's so important to have a support system. And it's also important to acknowledge when you need support. A lot of times we think I'm good. I can do this on my own. Like, I don't need nobody. Like, I am good. Like, I I got me. But, like, if it's just you by yourself, huh? I mean, everything, the journey and everything is much sweeter when you got, when you got people around you that know you, that support you, that want to see you elevate, that want to see you do great things. And also, I want you guys to just remember and maybe this is tied to the T. Just remember that, like, you have so much to offer. Don't count yourself out. Don't count yourself out. I had a realization that in every other area of my life, I'm speaking life into it. I'm speaking life into my dreams. I'm speaking life into my goals. I'm speaking life into myself, into my beauty, into my magic. But when it comes to my relationships, I got lack, lack mindset. Mm. When it comes to the love life stuff. And, you know, by this podcast, we're talking about love and life. And um, life can't exist without love. Life can't grow without love. Love can't grow without life. So you got to speak life into it. You have to acknowledge like, hey, I may not have the connection that I want right now. 
but I have the opportunity to define what that looks like for me. I have the opportunity to define how I want to show up, the type of person that I want to be, the the type of person that um, lets love in. Because here's the thing, when you close out the hurt, you close out the, the love too. So finding a way to open yourself up to being able to receive all the abundance and the joy and the love that life has to offer you. Um, so the realty is, in addition to loving upon yourself, the realty is just being open. Being open to support, being open to love, being open to doing the shadow work, being open to continuing to heal. Because a lot of times people think healing is just about like lighting some candles, burning some sage, and running a hot bath. No, part of healing is dealing with the ugly truths. Part of healing is dealing with the shadow work. You can't, some of y'all calling yourself light, work, light workers, but you're not afraid. I mean, but you're not open to doing the shadow work too. And looking at those scars and looking at what is it that that contributes to how you're thinking and what you're doing. Um, So, like I said, the real teacher is just being open. Are you open to all of these things? Are you open to trusting your process? Are you truly, truly open to healing and looking at yourself and, and embracing everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, because here's the thing, you're not broken. You are a whole complete person. E- even when there might be some some scars. Even when there might be some scars. And don't be afraid to show up. Don't be afraid to show up and say, hey, I'm not okay. But I'm working through it. Because that's a part of being human. It's a part of living. Okay, so I hope that I hope that this inspires somebody. I hope that this resonated with somebody. And I hope that you all are taking care of yourself and prioritizing self-care because you more than anything deserve that. You deserve that. Okay, so hug yourself a little tighter. Loving yourself a little more. And um, really acknowledge that you are magic. Okay. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for extending grace to me and allowing me to show up however I am. Um, And, you know, just being okay with it. Being okay with whatever it is, all right? So follow the uh, podcast on um, Instagram at sheismagic underscore podcast. Shoot me an email if you have any questions or if you just need you need somebody to speak life into you, shoot me an email at sheismagicpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, honor your heart and your boundaries. Until next time, bye, babes.